This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 12. Welcome back to this monthly look at all things Artist Edition in spoken form. Uh, we're coming at you from the Artist Edition Index at aeindex.org. And I'm the chief cook and bottle washer, Scott Vanderplu. I'm the only, <laughs> I'm the only one on the site. So all the good and bad things, unfortunately, are all from me. We, uh, we're also on Facebook at uh, and Twitter. While I do post articles on Facebook and Twitter and social media, uh, normally in those forums I'm reposting items of interest from other areas, uh, from creators, from publishers. Uh, those kind of things where the fan of the artist edition may be find interesting, but not enough for me to be posting or creating a post on the website for it. For the website, I'd like to stick to my format of the sales numbers, the solicitations, the reviews, the previews, this podcast, and then keep the social media for that kind of publisher's updates. Let's jump right in this month. We are recording this at the end of October. So we're looking at everything that happened in October and for solicitations, that means the November previews catalog came out last week. And from that, we have two solicitations, one from IDW and one from Kitchen Sink Books, an imprint of Dark Horse. Let's take a look at those two. IDW solicitation this month is Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine Artist's Edition. Let me give you the blurb. Frank Cho is a modern comic art master influenced by the great American illustrators like Franklin Booth and Joseph Clement Cole and comic book artists Frank Frazetta and Iowa Williamson, to name a few. Cho has incorporated these great talents and developed his own unique style, one that has made him a fan favorite sensation. This artist edition collects the first five issues of the Savage Wolverine in all its glory, and like all artist editions at full size of the original art. Fans of Cho will be mesmerized by his gorgeous art and intense action scenes. This will be an artist edition you will treasure for years to come. Initial solicitation date, March 21st, 2018. It's 14 by 21, so a little bit larger than your standard uh, modern comic art board. So that's interesting to see that uh, Frank Cho works at a larger size like that. Uh, solicited, solicited page count, 144, uh, but as we all know, that's the um, default IDW page count when they're not sure what's going to be in the book. Uh, interestingly, it's being solicited for $150. So. Because it's not a modern book in the 12 by 17 format, which normally falls into the 125 price range, this is the larger size, so you're going to pay more. Uh, normally, anything over that, so 14 by whatever, 15 by 22, uh, those are all 150. So this again, this is 150 dollars. Uh, if you check the previous catalog, it shows examples of the art, and it is modern art, so there's no lettering. It's strictly art on the board. So the like most things today, it's uh, lettering is added afterwards, just like the color. Second solicitation for this month, a Will Eisner's A Contract with God Curator's Collection. Here's the blurb. 
Will Eisner's A Contract with God, one of the most influential graphic novels of all time, reproduced at one-to-one size from the original art. This deluxe slipcase two-volume hardcover set contains full-size, full-color reproductions of Eisner's unpublished pencil layouts in one volume and his finished inked pages in the companion volume. Solicitation for March 28, 2018. This is 10 by 13. So again, an interesting size. I didn't realize Eisner worked below standard uh, comic book size. 400 pages. So I guess we're going to see 200 pages and 200 pages for the two books. 195 US. And there is also going to be a limited edition for 295 that's going to have a pasted in signature of Eisner's signed and numbered. So I believe that's like uh, Dennis Kitchen seems to have these from before when Eisner was alive and publishing. So I, we've seen this added previously to the um, Eisner works from IDW and there to Spirit Volumes. They had a pasted in uh, signature from Eisner. Those are the solicitations from the previews. Uh, nothing else. So let's take a look at shipping changes. I sort of changed my format there. Sorry, I like to start with shipping changes. Uh, if you check aeindex.org uh, and then go to the Artist Edition Index, the AE Index, you will see a lot of red. There's been a lot of changes this month. So the Fanographic Studio Edition, Jaime Hernandez, um, it's been changes to be determined. It was solicited for October 21st. Uh, Jaime was at a release at a shop in California. So apparently Fantagraphics had volumes for there. I asked them on uh, Facebook and they said, yeah, that's the, or maybe it was Twitter. Anyways, uh, they brought in books for that release party. But otherwise, the rest of us, I think, are going to have to wait until some point in November. Bernie writes an artifact edition. This was solicited for October 25th, but is, was now changed to November 1st. And that looks like a hard date. I think we're going to see books for sure uh, this week. Uh, the other big change, which was it's was sort of sad and to be determined since September, was the Book of Ballads, the original art edition. That as well has been solicited uh, for this week. So I'm hoping to see that as well. P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams artist edition was moved from October to November 15th. The Vesta Vampirella Magazine Art Edition changed to November 29th. This is almost becoming a running joke like uh, the next Stranko volume. Uh, this is over a year late now. It was solicited for October of 2016. Now it's bumped to November. I really hope this comes out. Uh, looking forward to that material. Thicker Than Blood Collected Artwork Edition uh, is up there now for December 20th. That's the book that was solicited last month. And uh, actually, I'm not quite sure what that's read. I think I just neglected to change that. That's still the date from its initial solicitation. I uh, did that on Kickstarter, so I'm hoping my copy comes in before that. Uh, Batman Secrets, Sam Keith Gallery Edition, moved to February 7th. That is a big jump. So they bumped that two more months into next year. Uh, Joe Kubert's Tarzan and the Lineman Arse Edition. That's February 21st. That's initial solicitation date. Again, that's it. I just looks like I didn't change last month. So I'm sorry about that. And then our two new solicitations, Frank Joe's Savage Wolverine Arse Edition and Will Eisner's A Contract with God Curator's Collection, both for March. So that's exciting. Um, uh, as well, uh, I guess the solicitation news. 
uh, I received notification that my P. Craig Russell book, self-published book, well, through uh, Wayne Ar Arnold Harold Productions, P. Craig Russell's Jungle Book and Other Stories Fine Art Edition has shipped. I'm hoping to go pick that up next week. So that is exciting. Um, that's it for solicitation changes. That's awesome. Let's take a look at sales numbers. Um, one, you know, this is interesting. One book came out last month. Fanographic Studio Edition, How Foster's Prince Valiant. It did not uh, make the top 300 list. Um, Fanographics has said it's sold out. It had a print run of 1,500. Amazon took half the print run. Um, that's pretty interesting how with these kind of books, when there is sales outside of Diamond, how ineffectual the Diamond list actually is. I would so love to see publishers release their sales numbers. Why won't you share with us what you sold or what you printed? What is the secret? When you get a chance, please, if you're talking to an industry person, ask them to release their print run and sales numbers. Let's take a look at out of print sales. Interesting month. So last month, or this month, I guess, um, I added sales numbers for two out of print books, which were Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, The World's Greatest Artist Edition, and Spawn Vault Edition. Both those books went out of print pretty fast from Diamond. I think we each got about two weeks worth of Diamond sales after uh, initial solicitations, and they were out of print. So that is very exciting. Let's look at some sales numbers. Star Wars Dark Times Gallery Edition, one copy sold, $39.95. I think we talked about this enough that, uh, you know, it, it, it's cleared out. Dark Horse can't sell it. They don't have the Star Wars license. And now copies just seem to float for cheap on eBay. As well, it's, it's the smallest artist edition out there. It's pretty small. Uh, Daredevil, I'm sorry, David Mazzicelli's, or Mazzicelli. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Born Again Artist Edition. Three copies sold, average of 185.34. So that is always a hot book. Uh, it's back up there in the higher sales numbers. We saw some dips in the summer, but I think it's uh, going back to its normal higher price. Four copies of that Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, the world's greatest artist edition sold. Average 150 bucks. So new to eBay, um, just released from the publisher, pretty close to, um, you know, MSRP, really. I was surprised that the four copies of John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man artist edition sold for an average of 133.75. There's a book that's been out of print for quite a while, but uh, I'd like to see those numbers up again. Marvel Covers Artist Edition, first printing, 95 bucks, so cheaper than buying the second print. That's quite a deal. Mike Mignola's Hellboy in Hell and Other Stories Artist Edition, two copies sold, 110 Again, cheaper than the second printing that I think is being released either last week or next week. I don't really follow the second printings much. Uh, I like to stick to first printings, regular editions. Uh, Sergio Aragona's Grew the Wander Artist Edition, no copies sold. Spawn Vault Edition. There's our second new entry to this month. Five copies sold, an average of 116.26. So below retail, quite a bit below. That was it. I don't know if those are pre-orders or, but that's those are some great deals right there. Three copies sold of Stranko Nick Fury Agent of Shield Artist Edition, average of 103.69. Again, a bargain and much less than the second print, uh, which is still currently available. 
three copies of Wally Woods EC Stories Artist Edition for one eighty five sixty seven average. Um, I get higher than the second print, but the second print's also out of print. So I mean, I guess if you're going to buy a book out of print, I'd go for the first print as well. Walt Simonson's Thor Artist Edition, one copy sold, ninety five bucks. So undercover. And Alien, the illustrated story, the original art edition, one copy sold $69. So that's undercover price as well. So, you know, it's an interesting market there. Uh, The older sort of always in demand books fetching a higher price, everything else below cover. So maybe the, uh, you know, the uh, charm, (laughs) the charm of the artist editions as they move into uh, the 82nd Artist Edition format book was published uh, this month. Maybe it's certain to wear off, but uh, you know the cold, the classic material will always be in demand, right? That Dave Mazzucchelli, Daredevil, Born Again. I mean, that's an awesome book. And uh, when I look at the Artist Edition index, and uh, I have a, I have an opportunity uh, in my dashboard to see what the search terms are. It's it's funny how frequent uh, the Dark Knight artist. Um, Gallery edition is viewed. It is a just consistently viewed daily. So there's again another book with material that uh, speaks out to a wide audience. One artist edition style book was published this month, and that was Jim Davis's Garfield: The Original Daily and Sunday Art Archive. That's Hermes Press first release. They have solicited that Gita. You know, um, for months it just—it was. I think it was supposed to be out in the spring, and then it says the website still says summer 2017. I think they've maybe they need to update the website a little bit more often. Let's get, let me give you the blurb from this book. Hermes Press is proud to announce their second major collaboration with Paws Incorporated, producing another unique title featuring everyone's favorite orange cat, Garfield. Hermes and Paws have come together to treat the world to a compendium of the greatest examples of original artwork from classic Garfield daily and Sunday comic strips in their original size, including rare unpublished material that has never been seen before. The Sunday strips will be reproduced in a slightly smaller format due to their huge size. This historic archival reprint will feature hundreds of pieces of original production art from the comic strip with an introductory essay from Jim Davis himself. If you love Garfield and want to experience the strips as they were originally drawn, this is the book for you. From the very beginning in 1979 to the last non-digital strip in 2011, this perfect book shows you Garfield like you've never seen him before. It was released on September 27th, 2017. And why do I say it was released in October then? I think we talked about this last month. While the date was there, Diamond did not ship this to anybody, any account, until October. So I've never had that happen before where Diamond shows a book in stock and shipping, but it is not at the comic shop for a couple weeks after that. So this was a unique experience for me. And why I'm saying it all, you know, the website, I'm showing on the website September 27th. That's the official date. That's the date Diamond shows, but I'm... Putting this in as an October release. It's 12 by 16 inches, 112 pages, $95. Let's talk about this book in the good and the bad. 
it does a very nice job of reprinting the Garfield strips. The scans are very, very clean, nice, easy to read, a great size for sure. Um, I enjoy the notes on the strips. There are notes along whether it's, you know, this is the first time this happened or this is why this is that. It's, uh, it's nice. Every page is numbered. So you got a nice, you got a nice index. It breaks it up into three chapters of decades. And uh, I think it's three chapters. Let me have a look at the uh, table of contents. Nope, sorry. Four chapters and an after. So there's an introduction, four chapters, and an afterward. We get a great introduction from Jim Davis. It's uh, It actually flushes out sort of the Garfield to a non-Garfield fan. I'd say I would not say I'm a Garfield fan, but I found the introduction to be nice and provide enough much, um, information for this read. Um, uh, there is a great selection of dailies printed here. A nice variety. And then there is a good selection of Sundays as well. Um, you get a chance to see the strip evolve. I mean, it is a great uh, retrospective of how Davis's artwork changed. And then, uh, which I, I, unbeknownst to me, I, I'm, like I said, I'm not a Garfield fan. I didn't realize, but based on his introduction, um, that he brought in other artists. And um, finishing the strip and then actually drawing the strip. So you get all that. And uh, like I said, it's a, it's a well... It's a well-produced book. The uh, sewn binding, um, yeah. You know, I'm I'm speaking hesitantly because I, I it's it's in the artist edition format in that it reproduces original art, but it's so different from any other artist edition format book that I have trouble with it, and that's strictly because, as I said earlier in the podcast, eight, this is the 82nd artist edition format book that's been printed that I've tracked on my site. So this is my 82nd review of these books. I've actually done more reviews of the smaller sizes and things, but and I just look at it and I think, well, all right, so the, the paper's thinner. And the, the thinner paper doesn't really affect the book. Um, when the pages are laid flat, there's no bleed through. You can't see the artwork from the other page. So it, it has no effect on it. But it's, there's, a, there's a feel to the book that's just not the same. Um, the Sundays are there. And the dailies are printed at full size. And as it says, the Sundays are uh, reduced because, you know, they're, they, they're, as the blurb says, they're just gigantic, which is just not true. So for every Sunday in the book, they print the Sunday at regular size and then they enlarge like, you know, 60% of the Sunday on the opposite page. So, you know, it's a two-page spread for every Sunday where we have some of the strip enlarged and some of the strip reduced. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why not increase the size of the book and print the Sundays as they were? Um... And I have issue with the solicitation and the blurb. There's not hundreds of pieces of original production art in this book. The book is 112 pages. The Sundays are on one side and a larger on the other. So you can't count that. I I'm, did not count them, but I, I don't think there's 100 images in this book. There's not hundreds. 
I don't even think there's 100. And then there's the page count. It was solicited 144 pages for $95. I put my pre-order in because that's what we have to do. I guess I could have waited and got it on Amazon, but that's just not how the comic book shop market works. You put your pre-orders in. I pre-order the book. It comes out. It's 112 pages. Hey, look, it's, you know, 32 pages less than what I was expecting. Um, no price reduction. And then I open the book up and I find that the Sundays are taken up two pages because part of the strips are enlarged. And I think to myself, what is going on here? Why do that? That's just annoying. Make the book bigger. Print the Sundays at full size. Give us the page count you solicited for. You know, include more strips. It doesn't seem like there's a, there was a shortage of strips available. They, they made this selection. I don't know why the page count was reduced. Um, and the, so, I mean, as I, you know, as I rant about this, I, I guess it's the, it was what was solicited versus what we received. That, that's my problem with the book. Um, for Garfield fans coming to it blind, it's great. I mean, uh, Davis and then his later artists all worked very clean. There's no, there's no corrections really. There's no whiteout. They did a great job of these strips. Um, you know, first pass, pencil and ink. So it's a very clean style. And, uh, yeah, that's my rant. I mean, there's an afterword from the editor who is uh, Eileen Sabrina Herman, which is the publisher's daughter, and I think she's the main editor of the um, of Hermes Press. And I really enjoyed her afterward as well. And the, I thought the design was nice. They used this sort of Garfield uh, image uh, repeated, and it looks great. And they used the, that image in multiple colors for the chapter dividers. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's unifying, but with the different colors. Like I said, I, there's so many things I really enjoyed about the book. And I think it's, uh, unfortunately, you know, the perspective of other artist editions has clouded my judgment a bit. But it's really what was promised and what was delivered. That's what bothers me. Don't, and of course the, actually that's not true. It's in the enlarged uh, Sundays that make no sense. So I, I, I've just basically gone on a rant there for no particular reason. I apologize. Uh, if you like Garfield, pick up the book. Um, there's no, there's nothing to learn about Davis's process from it. Uh, just be prepared. Um, Take a look at my review, see the samples, judge yourself. Uh, wow, sorry, I just, wow, that was quite the rant. Um, and then I decided this month also to pick up some other Artist Edition format books uh, in other languages. I had traded some emails back and forth last month. I think we talked about it in the letters column. And uh, some, you know, the Band SNA, the French work, comic work, had been recommended to me. And I looked online, and there's a lot of deluxe books, you know, in the 100 euro uh, to 2 to 300 euro range. And I thought, well, those are out of my price range um, for an introduction to a trial of a French um, artist edition format book. And then I found uh, Dargode, Dargode, I apologize for the, uh, the publisher's name. Uh, and they have a line called uh, Edition uh, Noir et Blanc, which is, you know, the, obviously black and white edition. And uh, 
They are four books by Jean Giraud, who, uh, when he worked on Blueberry, used his real name, Jean Giraud, and when he worked on uh, anything else, he went by the name Mobius. And he did these books of uh, Blueberry. So he continued the Western strip on. um, As far as English language speakers go, we haven't seen a Blueberry book in quite a while, but uh, it's nice to see that these were continued on in French. Um, so I thought, oh, I'm going to get some. I'm going to get some of these. I checked online, looked around. Um, about, I think there's um, 20 euros. So I'm in Canada, and uh, as you can tell from my Canadian accent, and uh, I thought, oh, I'm going to order. I'm going to order these books. So I ordered all four, and um, shipping was cheap. It was seven euros. Uh, I, I mean, I don't need next day shipping or two day shipping. So I just went for the cheapest shipping, seven euros. And uh, with my four volumes and uh, the shipping and uh, shipping to Canada, uh, it worked out for me. I think so. I paid about $30 Canadian a book. What did I get for that? Let me give you the blurb. Now, please excuse my translation. I am not a uh, native French speaker. Um, I did take some French uh, in school, and I have lived in some French countries. So I have some conversational French, but not uh, necessarily, I don't do a lot of French reading. So between my limited skills and Google Translate, this is what I came up with for the review. Discover the work in black and white in large format and very small price. I see there's my translation problem. Of one of the greatest masters of comics. First album written entirely by Jean Giraud after the death of the brilliant uh, Jean-Michel Charlier. Mr. Blueberry is a masterpiece of graphic mastery that confirms that more than a Western blueberry is the largest series of adventures in comics. Yeah, I did I did that one pretty well all Google Translate. So these Dargo uh, editions are 48 pages and they are 30 centimeters by 40 centimeters, which is 12 by 16. Uh, I looked online, I couldn't find any modern um, blueberry pages for sale. I assume that's because uh, Jean Giraud, this was done by the, uh, thanks to his widow. And I assume he just didn't sell his artwork anymore. So I assume 12 by 16 is smaller than what he worked at, but I really don't know. It could be. uh, It's I mean, that's pretty close to original comic size in North America. So it's, as I said, it's 20 euros, 19.99 euros, and it's available. I put links up on the site for Amazon France and Amazon Canada. Amazon France is your best bet. I mean, I put Amazon Canada because they are available, but they are, um, they're overpriced. You should just get them from Amazon France and pay the shipping. It's definitely the way to go. It's interesting the way the uh, the format goes. There's no, you know, there's no. This is just a straight. You got to look at this as a more um, economical volume. So we get all the artwork, but we we cut the, we cut the we cut the uh, frills. So um, soft cover. That's the first issue. Um, glued binding. So when I push this book open to lay flat. Um, I really felt the spine going a bit, and I'm not sure these pages will stay in the glued binding if you're too aggressive. Um, the artwork is gorgeous. The scans are really nice. Uh, everything's clear, and uh, you know there are. It's it does. You know, at first I thought, oh, are these are these have these been whitened? Have these been touched up? Now the Dargo doesn't really say whether they touch up or not. But uh, the pages are off-white, so they look like artboard. The paper is very thick. Um, 
it's probably the thickest paper I've ever run across in any sort of art edition, uh, artist edition format book. And um, the corrections, very visible. You can see uh, where uh, Giraud used um, whiteout in the spots. And uh, yeah, the blacks, there's a lot of gradients. Um, the scans are really, really impressive. Um, there's a nice blurb uh, in the, uh, just on the indices page. And let me give that to you. This black and white edition of Mr. Blueberry uses the original boards of Jean Giraud. They were completely rescanned so that the maximum details, fineness of the features, grays, densities of the hues of black, precision of the backgrounds, and the few corrections of the author could be seen. The 30 by 40 format, larger than the classic publication format, will help you find some of the incredible feeling that comes from viewing the origins of one of the greatest artists of band dessinée. So. And that appears in the front of all four volumes. I did. I just reviewed Mr. Blueberry here, but the uh, the other three are uh, follow the same format, where they have the original artwork, and then they have this. Uh, Mr. Blueberry has these three enlargement spreads. Like they're not chapter dividers because the book was published as a forty-eight page uh, graphic novel, as they do in uh, in France and Belgium. But uh, so we get these enlargements, and they're uh, they're nice. They really show the detail. It's, no, it's just a panel enlargement on a black background, but they look great. Um, I mean, if you're a fan of Jean Giraud or Mobius, um, these books are awesome. You really get a chance to see his artwork close up. I mean, it's his later artwork, no question. This was done, I think, in 95, it said, in the uh, indices. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite a treat. And especially for the price, uh, it's well worth picking up and uh, just having a look. Um, you know, one of my complaints with the artist editions that I can't read is that uh, I, I like to read them as a book, as a comic. So I have been uh, rekindling my French with these to try and see if I can make it through. Uh, so far, it's not going so well, but I have been admiring the art. And uh, this is this is a gorgeous, uh, low-cost format. It's, uh, you know, it's a reduced page count, but... I mean, like I said, 30 bucks for me, uh, U.S., I mean, you're gonna, that's probably, um, I don't know, 22, 23 U.S., so it's well worth it. So if, you, if, you, uh, if you're a fan of the format, and I think uh, you probably have to be a fan of the Artist Edition format to be listening to this podcast, then you owe it to yourself to, to pick this up. Um, it's my understanding that uh, the publisher, Argode, uh, also has other uh, black and white editions. So I'm just uh, looking at the, going through the website and doing uh, using my Google Translate to, to try and locate some other ones. Uh, like I said, there are really nice deluxe hardcovers, uh, oversized, expensive, uh, over uh, the original artwork, but uh, I'm not quite sure I'm there yet. But I, I'm a huge fan of Mobius. I thought this these are definitely the way to go. That's it for the show this month. Uh, thanks for hanging in with me uh, through my rant and uh, through what we had to bring uh, from the website to the spoken word here. Uh, you can find us at uh, aeindex.org, as always. Uh, I publish one to two articles a week. There is a newsletter that goes out every Saturday afternoon, so if you want to sign up for that and get the highlights of the week, that's certainly available to you. And uh, as always, the index is updated daily with shipping changes, uh, I added uh, 
I added additional review links to the index. So after the blurb, I put the I put the review link up as well. It seems to get more hits that way. Uh, as well, if you are a fan of the show or the site, could you please support us by, um, if you're going to make a purchase, if you could purchase through our affiliate links. I put links on the RS Edition Index and the reviews and the previews. For, uh, for our affiliate links, normally Amazon or eBay or things from another world. So if you're interested in uh, purchasing the book and you'd like to support the site, please use our affiliate links. Thanks for joining with us this 12th podcast. We made it through a year. And uh, I, I think I talked last month. The uh, numbers are down. But I'm going to continue on for another six months. And we'll see how it goes. Uh, the site will continue on as uh, steadfastly as always. But uh, this podcast has been an experiment for me, mostly. And uh, I do enjoy it. You know, you get a chance to ramble on about things and talk about what has happened uh, that doesn't make it to the site. So, like I said, we'll keep, we'll keep it going for uh, another six months. <laughs>